up? Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app, use promo code CHGO when you sign up. <laughs> Hello. Let's go. The champ is here. Happy Halloween. I mean, it feels like rookie year right now for me over here. That's what? right. Who are you? What are you? I'm I'm rookie. I'm rookie year MJ with a little bit of a, you know Mike Run DMC. Mike, Mike, well, Mike will wear this on the go. He, 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 he I rock really, the bucket hat. Okay. He, he he would do that. I, I mean, mostly he would wear the Kangol, but you know, I I I, I wasn't. <laughs> this was a late addition, little little fishing sit situation. But there you go. And and I'm, I'm the champ over here. You're the you you're you're I like got the belt. You know, I'm, I'm laying a smack down on some candy. Straight yeah, leader. You know what? And the uh, depressed slash happy bear is with us, too. <laughs> I, can never, I can never tell. The case is always confusing. Uh, I thought that was the, con- the Kanye bear or something like that. Yeah, from college <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then we got Baby Shark over here. Doot, 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 doot. Is this Baby Shark or Left Shark? Kevin, do you know what the cost? It's, it's the Katy Perry Left Shark, right? Okay. Oh, I thought it was Baby Shark. Huh? Remember the uh, Super Bowl halftime show that she oh. did, and there was that shark, the the weird shark. Well, there was two sharks. <laughs> one was left, one was right, and then left shark went viral. <laughs> My left shark just went viral. Yeah, that was a great. Hey. I, I love that halftime show. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's Halloween, right? There's, There's no something way. to celebrate, right? This game was a little bit tough, but I mean, come on. Are you? First of all, let's get serious for a second. I need my hands and I need my head. Yeah, put that down. I, I, I still feel the same way I felt yesterday. The Bears have a quarterback. They do. Right? This is They don't a, have a defense, but they have a quarterback. I slept well. I woke up well. I was fired up when Woot walked in today. Yeah. You walked in with a big smile on your face. Lawrence is in a great mood. Head of content. Kevin's moving around here and with a bounce to a step. I mean, come on. This is uh, We are turning corners here. And, and by the way, I am. we are winning five in a row. Five, five in a row. You're still on that? That I wasn't. Am, I am on that. That's not I, happening. With, with, with the Dolphins coming up? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. I don't know about that. I know one in a row might be tough. Yeah. yeah Listen, at this point. I'm on five in a row until they don't win five in a row, and they're winning five in a row. How's that? Okay, so you're on five in a row until but next I, I, Sunday at 3 o'clock. I think, the, I think the one thing that we talked about, right, <laughs> we, we do have a quarterback. Like, everyone saw, whether, whether you're a Bears fan or not, Justin Fields is that guy, right? My, my, only, my only thing I want to pick apart with him are two throws in particular, right? The first one, great play call by Getsy, taking a shot, hard play action. St. Brown has a step on him. Put him to only where he, he can get it, right? Don't leave it short. Like birdie putt, right? Never leave the birdie putt short. Justin Fields, you can't leave it short. I like that, that analogy. And I would say that Woots, he heard you, champion, and was like, I'm not leaving this short. I'm going to put it right out there for you, Valus. Yep. And he throws it on the money to Valus, right? Throws it, throws it on the money to Valus Jones. You got to catch that. And he's running with his hands out too much. Run, run, run. Last second, put your hands out Catch there, Catch right? the ball. Get and then the only, the only other one was the one to Pettis, right? Because Pettis had a step on him. He did. He kind of turned both ways. But as soon as he had a step on him, Justin Fields needed to put that out there. But other than that, what he did with his feet was unbelievable. In the running game, he, he is Lamar Jackson-esque. I, it's unbelievable. Snap decisions. Let, I just want to say this. Agreed, Valus, you're an NFL player. Catch the football. But, like, 
to the, just to, to, if I may take a shot at the non-athletes out there, it's not as easy of a catch as you think. He's running full speed. The ball's out there. He's it's it it's not like a like we're just playing catch in the park. What 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 bothered me more with Velas yesterday when I watched the tape today was actually the throw from Trevor Simeon on third down when Fields had left the game. He threw him a four yard nothing and he bobbled that. Oh, now, the double catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like that. Catch. Now that is like yeah. to me that's worse. Yeah. He just threw you a little nothing for the you, you, You're bobbling that? Yeah. I think he's got some confidence issues right now. And, and Clearly. Yeah. He, he's, uh, yeah. Um, first of all, welcome in, everybody. Happy Halloween. Hopefully everybody's enjoying their Monday uh, and, and realizing that uh, there was a lot of good on offense that can kind of mask what was going on on defense. Adam Hogue, Corey Wooten, and uh, Mark Carmen here in the house on our Monday as we uh, break this thing down and um, if you want even more content, we have a uh, film breakdown already up on our CHGO Bears Twitter account, at CHGO underscore Bears, as uh, I had some questions for Corey Wooten about some of these defensive plays because it was rough, Wooten. It, it, it is, man. Um, look, Looking at it, watching it again, it, it was really bad. And, and the thing that we've been pointing out all year, with the exception of last week, is stopping the run. Because teams, whether that's their mantra or not, you know the, you knew the Cowboys were going to run it, but – Every team is coming out like we can run the football on them, like at will. And Pollard set records out there. I think he was like one of the first Cowboys guys to rush for three touchdowns, maybe since Tony Dorsett or something like that. It w- he was putting up records, and, and especially on that one long play that we broke down, right? That should have been a three-yard loss. Hey, hey Woot. Hogan, been a three-yard loss. Hogan, I got research for you. You know, you know, Do you know the last time the Bears gave up three rushing touchdowns to uh, a running back? No. What? Wait, can I just clarify? Karm has research for you. I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> well, you na- I, when I brought it up to you, you knew who it was. I know, but I just want to point out that once he finds out when and where this was, uh, that I had nothing to do with bringing it back this up. Is, this is, must be in 2013. <laughs> oh, it's, it's October 20th, 2013. <laughs> oh, gosh. Who was it? You, no, no record, no nothing? I'm trying to think. That, that I year, don't think you could pull that, the name. That year, I forget it. You, you were, I, I, I forgot about that year, 2013 you, defense. I'll give you, you were on the road. Yep. You lost 45-41. Okay, what? NFC, AFC? NFC. Okay. It was on the East Coast. Was it the Redskins? It was. Oh, was it, uh, what's his name? Uh, Alfred Morris, right? Nope. No. Roy? Roy Halou gassed you Roy Halou Jr. Four, yes. Wow. Dang. Well, Roy, Roy Hadam ass Lou. I so have amnesia fu- from that one. What was funny... <laughs> Because well, I was there covering that game. Hester had a uh, punt return touchdown yep. in that game. Josh McCown played. Yep. Uh, actually, I think both quarterbacks played. I think Cutler had an injury in that game. Yeah. Um, we had a couple of tackles. What's funny was as soon as he just said the, the name Roy because when he asked me this question, he didn't say what game. Yeah. I'm like, who was it? He said Roy Hulu, and I go, oh, 2013, Washington. Yep. He was number 26, I think, right? My, my guy, hold on. RG3 started the game 18 to 29, 298 yards, a couple touchdowns. You guys picked him off. McCown was 14 to 20, greatest quarterback in Bears history, except for Justin Fields. Cutler, <laughs> it was three for eight. You suck. Um, all right. And what was the question? What, what was Roy Halu? 26, right? I think. 26. Well, the question was how many last time he gave up three touchdowns to a running back in a game, right? He was 11. He had 11 carries for 41 yards. So it's not like but he was three touchdowns. But three touchdowns. Yeah. And uh, I can't see what number he's wearing. But look at look at the stat sheet of Pollard. 14 carries, 131 yards, almost 10 yards a pop, and three touchdowns. My man, highlight real on us. 
it's it, it's it bad. Was, it was, but but as you pointed out, like on that last touchdown, fifty four yards, it should have been a tackle for loss. Roquan Smith takes a batting on the backfield, could have made the play. Eddie Jackson tries to get his you know clip his heels mm-hmm. from behind, couldn't make the play, and then they still had when we hear um, and this is in the film breakdown if you want to find it on Twitter, but um, when you hear Matt Eberflus talk about cupping the ball. What he's talking about is like basically having the guy surrounded by yeah. multiple defenders. The Bears still had that at the line of scrimmage, yeah. and Nicholas Morrow, one arm, one arm tackle. Like oh. I don't know what he was doing. That that's a loaf. Like that's a double loaf, the, triple, triple loaf. Right? He got to sit in a chair, and then we're just dumping bread on him. That uh. that was that was bad. <laughs> they should actually do that you today. You can't do that. But back in 2013, we really struggled on stopping the run. And you know, the year before 2012, we were one of the best defenses in the league. And we basically had the same personnel with the exception of Brian Erlacher wasn't on the team. And we just couldn't stop the run. I, I think it had to do with, with the, the coaching staff and, and just changing little components. So, yes, I, I don't, we don't have the talent to up, that's up to par. But I think when it comes to stopping the run, you really don't need talent like that. It's, about, it's, it's attitude. It's, it's attitude and it's discipline. That's, that's it, stopping the run. So does that mean that if you want to be an optimistic Bears fan today and dream five in a row when you look at the schedule and realize that they're winnable games here? Not, I'm not saying, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. They're not going to be favored against the Dolphins. I get it, but they're not, they're not even a touchdown underdog. They're at home. I, Miami, whatever. Look, but can it be – how much better can they be? By the way, everyone's saying 49 points, and that's true. It was 49, but let's not – it really was 42. Uh, we, you know – Sure. Mike, Michael Parsons. Oh, it's only 42, only Carl? 40. Wow. It's only 40. It's hey, but, hey yeah. 42 is better than 49. David Montgomery fumbling. Justin Fields playing Frogger. So it's, it's, it was – Exactly. It wasn't – I'm just saying, they, how much better do you think they can be coached up to be? Because I do believe in – this is Matt Eberflus' thing. He yeah. is a defensive coach. I like Alan Williams. I feel like there's – You just accidentally called him Eberlus? Eberlus. <laughs> Eber, Eber dead. Eber killing us. But Come on, Flus. I love you, buddy. Let's go. But I think people are sleeping on the fact, and we talked about this, how, how much Robert Quinn was a factor in there, right? You talk about a great emotional win. Oh, no. Defensively, finally plays up the par. They're feeling high as can be. And then the next day, what happens? They trade Robert Quinn. Right? Roquan's in the press conference, almost tearing up. So I was kind of worried about how this would mess with the chemistry, right, after a big win, and I thought this would give them the confidence. And then you have one of your best defensive guys gone now, the emotional leader of the team that, that's going to get people going and, and adjustments, things of that nature, hold people accountable, and he's not there. And then we basically have three defensive ends, you know, two really young guys, especially Robinson and Gibson, and then Muhammad hasn't played up to the level. So it's almost like, yeah, that position – Got a lot worse overnight. So I have, a, I have a few questions on this for you. One is absolutely emotional. You, you can't deny that there's an emotional factor to that that probably hurt the Bears in this whole week, mm-hmm. you know, basically from the trade into the game. Uh, and it is Eberflus who says this is an emotional game. You have to play with emotion. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have a head coach who says that, you have to acknowledge the fact when something like that happens, there is going to be, you know, an emotional factor. First question I have, and I'll go to the other ones. But the first one is, how long can that last? Like, in other words, I get it, but at what point do you just have to be like, okay, it is a business. You have to understand the situation this yeah. this organization is in is in, and get over it. Yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's easier said than done, especially for a very young team, right? The, yeah. We don't have too many veterans, you know. Like, uh, you know, Eddie Jackson is the veteran. He's still relatively young in the league, so – um, now, you know, Robert Quinn coming off his best year, the emotional leader, uh, I, I think it's tough. So I'm hoping they can bounce back from it. 
but I just I just don't think things are going to get better. Like I just the the way that the defensive ends have been playing now just hasn't been up to par, right? And and the the pass rush is one area. It's just the running game for me is is the hardest thing to comprehend because I think when you look at run defense, it, it's literally about attitude and discipline. That's it, right? Like he's not blocking me. I'm going to get off the football. And it doesn't take much skill at all, right? That's that's an aspect that doesn't require much. So skill. shouldn't that be the part that the coaching is cut? Co- like this coaching boost, this whole hits principle. Yeah. Like you're you're essentially saying that like that's what they need to be doing. It like I'm sure there's some plays it's going to come down to talent, yeah. but but like and I guess I think a good example is the Nichols Morrow arm tackle, like. Nichols Morrow might not be the best linebacker in the league. He might not be here next year or two years when this team gets better. But, like, you're in the NFL. you got to make that play. Exactly. It's about effort. That, that was so, a lack of effort. So when does that fall on the coaching staff, I guess, that so, they're not buying in? or so, I think they are buying yeah. in, but they're not executing the hits principle on game day sometimes. So sometimes I think when you see stuff like that, like Morrow's effort at the play, that, that tells me a little bit about the coaching, holding them accountable, things like that. And I think they've let too many things creep in. That's, that's what I think. In 2013, same thing. We let too many little things creep in from training camp. And I understand how they were trying to change this culture, but I don't know if they were really practicing w- what they preach, you know, holding people accountable. And that's what I see out there because guys are out of their gap. You know, it's, al- it's already been, what was it, week eight this past week, right? And then, yep. and then all of a sudden we're having the same thing, the communication with Gordon and Eddie Jackson. That's a routine play. You see that all the time. Go- guy goes in motion. You communicate that. He stays outside. But these little things have been creeping in. So that makes me question Allen Williams and company. And I told you, Ibrahim might have to start calling the defense. Yeah, but, well, okay, hold on. No, I'm, I'm, be, I'm, I, being, I'm I, being a – Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. But but here, listen, you can't blame the defense for the Washington loss. That was three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You, the, the defense played fine against the Patriots, m- more than fine, I would say well, right? Yeah. So now you have a terrible week against Dallas, who's, by the way, a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. And just throw in the short week, Robert Quinn, all mm-hmm. that. You're going to have their attention, right? You're, you're, you're going to be coming back home. You're going to have human nature, I think, moving back in your uh, little, little bit of momentum coming back towards yeah. you. So, See, to me, though, like, I don't mean to interrupt you. Like, this just comes down to talent for me. Well, and that's like, part of it. Like, that's part of it. Because look at the last time they got steamrolled by an offense. It was in Minnesota in that first half when mm-hmm. they just couldn't stop Justin Jefferson and, and, and Dalvin Cook, and they had legitimate dudes on the field. But you don't, you don't think that comes down to, to game planning? Because you look at the second half of well, that. Yeah, expand on your point that you're saying that Eberflus should maybe call the defense. Yes, be, because, because listen, right, you're a defensive-minded coach. Whether you're calling the plays or not, the lack of the way the defense is playing, that's on you, right? Mm-hmm. So that makes you look bad. So at that point, at a certain point, you have to step in and say, listen, I got to run this ship, and this is on me at this point, right? Because this defense is a reflection of him, even though he's not calling the plays. So I think he needs to step in there. And I, and I, I told you about the idea of bringing a three technique at the five technique or the, the six technique at the strength of the formation, you know, based on what they're going to run. If they know they're going to run downhill there, you have a backup three technique at the point of attack right now, just in rushing situations. Okay. So that way you can stop the run. You have, you have a more stout run defender. And all of a sudden, that starts to clean it up. And then on third down, you bring in Gibson, Robinson, whatever. But I think that could be a good plan because the stretch zone, those those outside zones, are, are gashing us, absolutely gashing us. And that comes down to point of attack. But do you want Flus, who's a first-year head coach, do you want him taking on added responsibility of calling defensive plays? If you are doing that, it almost feels like that's a long-term play. Like, that's what you're going to do, be, you know, I, at least for the rest of the year. And if not going forward – 
That's a bold. That's a bold move, Woot. It, it it is. But but at some point, right? You look at majority of the coaches of the league. You know, the, the really good ones, right? They they call their own plays, right? Andy Reid is calling the offensive plays. You know, but, but the, he's been doing it for eight thousand yeah, years. Yeah, but but th- this could be good experience for him, right? Like at this point, this this is this is a rebuilding season. We're trying to get things figured out. You know, the the defense hasn't cut it as a whole this whole season. Yep. You know, they played two two good games, I guess. You know. Um, Redskins talent wise, I don't or commanders rather, I don't know how, how good they are. Like I'm jumping in the head of the flus right now and thinking, is he when his head hits the pillow last night, do you think he's thinking of so maybe I should be calling the place? Because he very well might be thinking that. I, I think so. Whenever you look at it, right? If a, if a coordinator's not doing his job, what do they do? They change things. Right? They do. They they have they change things. He he does seem like the type though that is like you do your job, like a straight down the middle flus. Like the, the, that's his role. I'm not going to step on him. And I do like that he's the CEO guy on game day, and right, and he's aware of everything that's going on. And that's the one of the things I will say. We're eight games into this thing with him. Has there really been a major situational blunder that you can remember? Just the end of the first half stuff with the time. A little bit at the beginning. That mm-hmm. was early in the season. I think any and by the way, the Bears have been great before and after yeah. halftime the last couple weeks. Yeah. Late. Like dominating in the middle eight. Um, so I think that there's some good signs there with Iberflus, the head coach. I do have questions. Like the defense, we I don't think we would have thought would have been this bad. But I do want to point out once again, I think the Cowboys are really good. And I think the Bears just have a lot of holes in that front seven. Yeah. Like who are the guys in the front seven right now that you would be like yeah, they should still be here next year. I would say Justin Jones, right? Justin Jones and Roquan Smith. Yeah, I, I would throw Armand Watson there. No, he's, yes, he's flashed. I like Armand. Okay, the play you were so excited about, yeah, that he made, like yeah. I think on the second play of the Nobody game, blocked him. No, but the running back still gained four yards on that play. That's a win for the offense. It's a That's, running play uh, where they got four yards. They're happy you about you, that. Hold on, you don't think that Armand Watts, who's twenty-four years old, can can be a rotational player for the Bears. He can, yeah. He right. can. He, he's you, he's you, flashed you a couple can't, times. You, you, okay. you, I, I get that they have one hundred and twenty five million dollars to spend, but you're not going to be able to fill every single I, hole I, out there. Well, okay. Regardless of that argument, though, the problem is he shouldn't be starting, and Angelo Blackson has not been cutting it. Yep. You know, in in his spot, Mike Pennell, no, like. They they need to find more starters. They they, they they do they do. But I I think Armand's had a bunch of nice moments this year. Yeah. I, I I. But I, oh, I second year guy. When you're celebrating a four yard gain though, it's like his greatest play of the game. I think no, the he, point you're making is yeah. is on on the front seven. There's there's no locks for the future. You know, Dominic right. Robinson obviously we'll see how he develops. I, I don't I think disagree he's going to improve. Travis Gibson could be a guy potentially. Um, we kind of thought he'd take the next step. He's been up and down. He's flashed yeah. at times. But I think defensive end and three technique are, are well, two huge needs for next year, right? They, you know, they, obviously we need another tackle. We need some receivers. But that defense, these defensive front, because you win championships with defensive fronts. Let, so, me, let me give Carmel a little credit, though. Four yards is six yards less than Pollard averaged on the day. So that, maybe that was a win. <laughs> Thank you, right. Lawrence. Positive play. Well, but, Positive play. Okay, so, so Dom Rob, yeah. you, how, how do you use him? He's, he, he played thirty seven percent of the snaps, whatever it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. He was about to so call it a third. Yeah, is that how you would use him? You want to make him a third down rushing guy because he's clearly not defending the run right now. It's, it's getting a little, yeah, not, not a little. He's getting out physical. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I I brought up a great point about that backup three technique coming in there, and like I feel like that would be a good fit, you know, in the run game to kind of address some of these issues because you need point of the attack strength. 
every time there's a point of attack run, we're getting driven back. You know, some of these young defensive ends. I see, you know, a tight end driving guys back. In this league right now, there's very few tight ends that, that like there used to be, right? Um, from Green Bay, what's his name? Uh, Tanyan? No, no, the uh, he's been in the league for a while. Uh, drawing a blank. Mercedes Lewis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercedes Lewis been in the is, league for like 37 yeah, years. He's a legit blocker. <laughs> but other than that, there aren't too many really good blocking tight ends. Like, when, when a tight end goes against a defensive end, defensive end should whip him 99% of the time, especially in this day and age in football. They're, they're glorified receivers at this point. So any, they should take that personally. You should never get driven back by a tight end. Right? Any coach is like, no, that ain't happening. I, I, have, I have a specific question on the way they used um, the, the defensive end rotation um, yesterday without Robert Quinn. So I'll ask you that in a second. But first, got to tell you about our friends at Shady Rays because – they never understood why sunglasses have to be so damn expensive. So they're like, all right, we're going to change that. And they're telling you now that you don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses because they make premium polarized shades featuring world-class clarity, durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. And if you break them or lose them or drop them like the Bears wide receivers like to do <laughs> and step on them, and then you need new ones. Well, they'll they'll uh, just send you a new pair, just like that. That's it's the greatest replacement program that's out there. Brand new pair, no questions asked for you. And even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you because I've had Shady Rays are great, and they have two hundred thousand five star reviews to back that up as well. My favorite part is that they. Uh, also send 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed. They've donated over 20 million meals to date. So this is exclusive for our listeners. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO and get 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's buy one, get one free, two pairs for as low as $54. Again, that's code CHGO. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. So, I went last night to uh, see the Blackhawks play. It was, it was a ton of fun. Kind of an exciting game, actually. It was a great game. I yeah. And I am... Perfect tank game. You know, you, you lose. Although, they sh well, actually, it wasn't perfect. They, all, they actually got a point in overtime. So, that's not good. But, score some goals. Great goal by, uh, I can't say the guy's name. Yeah, I have no idea I, who was on the team. Number 89. But I had a great time. Yeah. Kane and Taze are still there. And then there was a bunch of other guys that I was just, uh, <laughs> that, were, that were skating around. I, I had no idea. I'm probably with you, by the way. I probably could not name a single player. Do you know who the goalie is? No. I Yeah. I and saw Marc-Andre Fleury was on the other team. Alex Stalock. You yeah. got Soderblom, who's up from uh, the... Soderblom uh, was amazing. He's up I'm from Rockford up. because Peter Morazic is out. Okay. <laughs> I, it, See, the good it, news here is we have a CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Correct. Yes, yes. To, so and we don't they, have to. And they do things. a phenomenal job. So clearly, we're not trying to step on their toes in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but my point is that the best way to get tickets for the Blackhawks right now is through Game Time Tickets, the hottest new ticketing site. Makes it easier than ever. Best deals for Blackhawk hockey or any sport concert show. Uh, if you want to go to see the Blackhawks play tomorrow night against the LA Kings and sit up top, uh, and by the way. You can, of course, upgrade your seats. In, uh, I think you buy up top, and there's just lots of seats available. Everybody wants to become friends with everybody around the stadium. I made it all the way down to the front row in the glass uh, yesterday. I don't know how I did that, but, you know, I channeled my, <laughs> channeled my youth. Uh, you can get in for uh, 25 bucks to, uh, w that's with fees. 
in through the game time. Download this game time app. I'm telling you, it's like it's it's addicting. You want to look at it. Uh, Bulls and the Pacers on on Wednesday night is a good value too. It, or I'm sorry, the Pelicans and the Pelicans, the Hornets. Thank you very much. If you love CHGO, you're gonna love game time. Best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Fifteen million people have downloaded the game time app. Score the best seats to all your favorite events. Game time. Let's go, Blackhawks. All right, yeah. defensive. And snaps look like this. Al-Qadi Muhammad, 83%. Way too many. Travis Gibson, 67%. Uh, Dominic Robinson, 36%. And Kingsley Jonathan, 16 If you do the math on that, it's actually a pretty simple rotation is how it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, Muhammad played the right side, which mm-hmm. is where Robert Quinn had been yep. playing. He played 83% of the time on that side. Mm-hmm. Kingsley Jonathan came in. Or a few snaps, basically, to give him a breather here and there. But Al-Quadi Muhammad was a guy who said, all right, they're moving him on the right side. He's playing the right side. He's got to fill in Robert Quinn's shoes. The other side, Travis Gibson, 67%, uh, basically playing two-thirds. Mm-hmm. Robinson getting the other third. Um, my question to you is, with Muhammad going from the left side to the right side, where he really hasn't been playing much this season because yeah. that was Robert Quinn's job, how much do you think – how hard is that to do for him, mm. for the guy, considering he wasn't playing that well early, you know, yeah. on the left side anyway? Like, does it make that big of a difference? I just noticed that when I was rewatching the game. Yeah, so I know last year for the Colts, he played a little bit of both at times. But, yeah, playing – seemed like he got used to playing this left side, and it's so different. Like, majority of people like playing on the left side, right, because you're really pushing off that left leg first. So it kind of changes things, especially when it comes to get off and pass rush. So, yeah, he's been struggling to begin with. So, I at this point, I don't know if it really makes a difference. But I think he's trying to get the most veteran guy there at Robert Quinn's position. But I can make an argument. I think the best pass rusher is Travis Gibson out of those bunch. So, he should play the right side. And yeah. I think Al-Kadeem Muhammad and Robinson, they should have kind of more of that three-man rotation where they spill each other. But at this point, it's, it's just been tough with, with the defensive ends in general. Even when Robert Quinn was there, the lack of pressure every game trying to get with front four. And I know they've been trying to get Roquan involved on some stunts and blitzes, which has worked. But, yeah, it's I, – I think, honestly, like, you can make an argument about needs for next year. The defensive line, I, I think that could potentially be – number one or two, in my opinion. You know, obviously we got to do weapons for Justin Fields, address maybe a, another left tackle or, or right, you know, depending on how Braxton Jones finishes the season. I think we'll have a better idea if they feel good about him for the future at left tackle. Um, but, yeah, you, I think I think O-line, D-line, obviously we have to get him the weapons at receiver too. But I think if you get those, you know, usually the games are won by the offense and defensive line. Carmel, I'll give you credit, man. He made an argument like before the season started saying, See? I'm worried more about the D-line than the it. O-line. I, you might be right so far. Uh, I'll take it. And listen, the we The problem can, is they're both bad. Right, that is the problem. <laughs> we can quibble what's a bigger need, playmaker, wide receiver, defensive line. They're both enormous needs, which is not great. But let's go, Ryan Poles. You had a great- Good Money, a bunch of picks, right? We got a first rounder this year. We got money and yeah. picks, which what I want to- as we figure out how they're going to do this money in these picks with the deadline tomorrow, can you please do your best explanation of why at times we see elite 16 tackle all over the field, Roquan versus whatever that was yesterday? Yeah. Uh, Maybe the emotional impact, it can't right? Be the, it can't be I, that. 
But maybe it is. I, Some, I, so, sometimes, that, that's what I was worried about, you know, when Robert Quinn got traded, the way he reacted, just coming off that high, and then all of a sudden you get deflated a little bit because you're like, oh, that was a guy I really looked up to and respected. He kind of taught me. I'm, I'm sure Robert Quinn taught Roquan some things about, you know, uh, game planning, you know, watching film, studying, and they they generally had a friendship. So, you know, I think – it's you, you can't you can't blame it on that, but there is an impact, you know. But for Roquan, at times this year, right, he's looked amazing, right. And I thought the past couple of weeks he's looked really good before this game. So I don't know. It's but, it, but where does it stand on you? Like, because the headline for Roquan is, is he going to get paid? Like, is he has he done anything this season to encourage the Bears to say, no, nah, we're not going to franchise you. We're going to give you the contract you want. We're going to make you the highest paid inside linebacker in the NFL. To me, he has had a couple of games where he's looked like that, but the other six have either been, maybe four of those have been like, okay, solid, and then two have been actually really bad. The beginning of the year was like, oh, I can't figure out the new defense. Then he got hot. Now he's now he goes away again. But the defensive line, like, you, you are what is playing in front of you, right? So if you have a bunch of killers up front, you know, you, you look at you go with Dallas, Vander Esch and them were scraping, flying around because they have a talented yeah. bunch of defensive linemen. So not not to make an excuse for him, but he's getting hit quicker than than most linebackers would in this league. So that's it's a fact, though. You know, no, I, I got it. I got it. But the, but so then where I go in my head is like, look, I mean, if, if I mean, if you got an elite defensive line in front of you and, they're, and you're just being set up, then there's a lot of dudes who can make those tackles. That's true. You can make that argument, but. You know, I think it, I think it allows your skill set to to develop to and play and yeah. shine. You know, okay, uh, okay. I mean, I, listen, uh, I just want them to be. I, I've said this now multiple times. I'll say it one more time. Do not tag him. Either, either you're going to sign him and you know it, and whatever the price tag is, you're going to hit it. Is he worth that contract? Well, I, I just think you have to know that in your mind. Like, we're, we are going wherever the market goes from. Yeah. We have the money to pay, and we can get creative. Yeah. You, you can get creative with NFL contracts. We're going to do it. And or if you're not going to do it, then I really don't care about the impact of the locker room right now. These guys are going to move forward. They're professionals. They're fighting for their mm-hmm. careers, their their families, whatnot. Uh, you're not clearly. You're not trying to win the Super Bowl this year. Then make the deal. What's yep. the best deal you can make right now? I just I don't think you want to play this out. Tag him. And then figure it out another another year. That's, that's do you, th- you think it. sometimes people worry about oh I'm paying him top dollar for top linebacker when like a, a position like quarterback right it just becomes the next the next quarterback is is essentially going to get paid right yeah. like when Derek Carr years ago I was like Derek Carr he's the highest paid quarterback but it just kind of comes with the territory you know the the, yep. the next the next linebacker is Roquan to get the big deal and it's just the teams are so scared yeah. scared that. But see, there's where I think the difference is, Corey, because the reason why I think that happens is because teams are so scared. If we don't pay this quarterback that we know that. shouldn't necessarily be the highest-paid quarterback, but the, the alternative could be way worse. Same reason why the Cardinals yeah. just gave Kyler Murray all that money when he probably didn't deserve it at this point because, oh, got to go down that drafting Josh Rosen yeah, uh, situation again, right? You don't want to be going down that path. I think the difference at linebacker is maybe that, okay, like you can find more you guys. Can find another guy. It's easier than finding another guy there than than um, than a quarterback. However, I would say that sort of like tight end, there's only a handful of like elite 
inside linebackers in the league. That's true, right? Well, and this is where you have to understand the league, which I am assuming they do. What's going to happen? They've got to be able to see your future, be your future. If we let him go to that, is he, is he going to get the deal that he thinks he's going to get, or is it going to come back to us? Like, you, you've got to be able to assess that in that position, I would think. Somebody's going to pay him top dollar, whether you it's think us so. or somebody else. Like, I, it's just... It's just see, that's why I think is. they're going to franchise him. I think so. They can't create another hole by not even having Roquan when the oh, front oh. seven's already trash. So, oh, okay, um... So, but all right. So you think it's different? Like we were in the David Montgomery conversation yesterday. Neither Adam or I think that anyone's going to really overpay for him. So, so it will be reasonable for in the Bears team, to bring yeah. him back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the same thing could happen with Roquan. We really think that somebody's going to give Roquan one hundred and ten million dollars or whatever. I mean, I think so. I, I do because of the positional difference. Yeah. I think well, then part of my argument on that yesterday is that if that's the case, teams are scared to pay like that. Elite, elite running back, top dollar, because of injuries and all that. So David Montgomery is not even in that conversation then. So that's why that's why I think there can be some mutual ground with the with the linebackers because I did say, as I said, there's only a handful of really really good ones. I do think that there would be a team that would. I don't know that they're necessarily going to make them the t- highest paid. Well, the teams get desperate in free agency, and they have a lot of money yeah. to spend. Like look what look at a uh, Kirk Christian Kirk. They paid him. Top dollar at receiver. Yeah. Right? And he was a two or three for Arizona most of the time. So if if somebody has money and they have a need, they're going to pay top dollar for it every time. So he's going to get it from somebody if it's not from the Bears. All right. Let's talk about the quarterback. Yeah, please. (laughs) Something good, right? (laughs) Because meanwhile, uh, as bad as it was on defense, the offense, man, they put up 29 points. 240 rushing yards. I'm like. Let's let's have a real conversation about this. The Dallas Cowboys are good, and they're good on defense. I think they were the number two DVOA defensive team coming into this game. They have a, the opposite of what the Bears have in terms of a front seven and a defensive line. Um, the Bears did not let Micah Parsons go off in this game. Didn't they? They ran the ball really well as they've done all season long. And something we talked about, Corey. I don't know how you felt during the game. I know Fields didn't necessarily put up huge numbers in the passing game. He also didn't get help from wide receivers that could have made yeah. plays for him. Um, he just looked comfortable. Like, mm. there's something with Fields. I don't know if it's, like, his wiggle or his feet or just, like, the calmness. But, like, even on the TV copy when you're watching live and you don't necessarily know if the receiver's open or not, you can kind of tell by how he throws the ball if the receiver's there or not. Exactly. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, before it pans a, over? Yeah, he's got a little wiggle before he throws the thing. And, and he was... Calm, cool, collected. It seemed yeah. like and in a rhythm yesterday. I was very encouraged. I was, and, and hats off to Getzy, right? He he had another great game plan, right? I know in the, the first drive it kind of didn't work out. But the thing with Justin Fields, what gets him confident, you talked about the confidence and that little wiggle. When he can get on the run, that's when he starts to get his confidence up. You yes. know, you can just yes. tell when he scrambles for, for a third and long, all of a sudden in his head, you could just see how he comes back to the, the huddle. He's got he's got a little giddy up in his step, and I think that's what gets him going. And and Getsy, shout out to him because he did a great job of of doing what he's comfortable with. Some of the design runs, allowing him to get on the move a little bit. Um, that's two back to back great game plans from Getsy, and we've been critical of him all year. So Justin Justin Fields, he showed ex- exactly what we kind of thought he'd be this year, right? The numbers didn't woo or wow you, but his ability to run. 
and limit his turnovers. That's what we saw in this game. So, and some of the throws were right on the money. If he connects to Valus Jones, he put that right on the money to him. He's got to catch that. And there was also just the, the the way things unfolded. Like he's negative play, and then next thing you know, he's throwing a, a uh, you know just a a, a dart to Nikhil Harry for a touchdown pass, leading him perfectly. I mean, they they it was ugly. He's getting, he's throwing, a, he's throwing an interception that's called back because he's getting hit in the face, and then, and then the next play is the Harry play. So he he has shown over and over again that he can, when adversity hits, he moves forward and he moves forward immediately. So, and I I liked after the game, they were asking about it like, how do you feel about it? I feel good about it. That's a good defense. We put up twenty nine points. Like yeah. Could That's have been, right. Could you have should, been more if, if could have been more. didn't fumble. Yeah. They were, they're driving there. So Feel good about yourself. You should. You absolutely should. So Let me ask you this question. Who's yeah. the Bears' best ball carrier? You know, it's interesting because you, you look at, uh, I mean, they, they barely, like, Khalil Herbert barely played yesterday. His, he, what was his snap count? Was oh, he, I thought it was pretty much split. No. He had 16 carries for 99 yards in, in the running game. Hold on. 6.2. Yeah, but hold on. He was on the field. I'll pull it up. The, the guy that gets more love on the show than anybody on the show, Kevin Fishbane, had the snap. Oh, you're up. absolutely right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Montgomery, 70%. Herbert was only 28%. Yeah. So so okay. look at that production with 28% of the snaps. He's on the field 28% <laughs> of the time. I mean, it's uh, so much for the hot hand thing. But back yeah. to my original question, who's the best ball carrier on the team? Wow, a really long pause by me right there. Because I, I – it's Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Oh, hands down. it's Justin Fields. Oh, I was just having an argument in my head about the two running backs. I know, but, that, but that's kind of where I was going. Like, yeah. you think about the running backs, and the reality is the Bears have two yeah. good running backs. They have a great running back tandem, and they're not even the best ball carriers in terms of just, like, oh. speed and ability to run with the football. Yeah. I've, I've been seeing this go viral in the last, like, 20 minutes. Multiple people have, have uh, tweeted it, but Justin Fields was registered by Next Gen Stats as being the fastest ball carrier in the NFL yesterday. What, what speed? The speed, I think it was uh, 21.23 <laughs> miles per hour. That is flying. That is flying. And he does it so effortlessly. Yeah. He, he, you, know, you know what you got to love about the dude? He works his ass off. His mm. body is chiseled. This dude, he is the, for those of, for the old school people out here, who, who love number nine and like to say that Jim McMahon is the greatest quarterback in Bears history that we've seen outside of Sid Luckman, which I think is a fair statement because the dude was a winner. He Field is the exact opposite. McMahon's out hanging out, drinking beers, headbutting, doing like just living life and, and doing whatever he was doing. God bless him. Enjoy your time in life. We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Justin Fields is the exact opposite. Yeah. This dude is, I mean, he's... You you videos of him all over the place of the weight room where he's doing squats of four hundred pounds and he's I mean he is uh, you, you I went and had one of those acai bowls too that Nick yeah, wrote it, about at Lolo's shout out Lolo's in Liberty though it was pretty good do you know how hard it is to be that successful and to not be able to eat meat you can you could get I mean, the it's it's like a it's like a dessert treat that like but everything's healthy for you it's amazing <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that what place. that's what they say right <laughs> yeah but like I know but. Uh, yeah, you're probably but that's right. probably a lot of sugar you, in there. You, <laughs> but it's all but it's all yeah, natural, natural fruit sugar. fruit yeah, yeah. sugar. Yeah. Th that's great. Like once in a while, and I could probably have one every day. But this this dude this dude sits here and and to be I, I just I give credit to the vegans out there. It ain't easy. That's a that's a dedication move by Fields. Yeah, dudes. I mean, there's video of him sitting there in his in his kitchen cutting up onions and 
zucchini and, 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 and what's that? Cutting up onions? Was he crying? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I got you there, Corey. Yeah, yeah. Carms, it went I, over I, his, I, his toughness, I didn't even see the tears. This dude's cutting up onions, and he's good to go. I, I just, there's a lot to appreciate here. He, yeah. he has been working for this, and it's coming. And, you know, I, I'm on, you know, different uh, texts this morning. Like, where do you rank him? Well, how about this question? Just, Corey, I'll ask you this. Yeah. Redraft the 2021 draft class mm-hmm. with the quarterbacks. Who's going number one? I don't know. I, <laughs> I I I like Justin Fields. I've always liked him, right? I like what what he can do and bring to the table. And I feel like we're finally just starting to see a little bit of that because he hasn't even scratched the surface of what he can be. So, in my opinion, he was always my favorite coming out, and I still think so, right? Early on, he was your favorite coming out. Yeah, he was because of what he you did at Ohio State. He's a proven yeah. winner. Yeah. Um, he's played snaps. I didn't like the Jabisky pick years ago because I didn't think he had the experience. There's only and one person that liked him. Yeah, he, and, and as at a quarterback, I like a guy that's experienced. Un- unless, you, unless you plan to sit him, you know, for three, four years behind somebody. But at that point, you know, if you're trading up for somebody high, you got to play him day one. And I, I like Justin Fields. Because I, 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 well, first of all, if we're being honest, like Zach Wilson's not playing well right now. He had a terrible game yesterday. Um, I had also heard some stuff before the season even began questioning that there were people in New York questioning his understanding of the playbook and things like that and just picking up yeah. things. Um, and meanwhile, like, nobody was really questioning that with Justin. It was more so of, you know, speed the speed of things and, mm. and some of the reads and stuff like that. But um, no one's questioning, you know, the work and understanding the offense. Meanwhile... I mean, Trey Lance is just tough right now, man. Like, he hasn't played. Yeah. And now it's going to be, like, essentially three straight years of not playing football, which is going to be really hard to overcome. So that might just be some bad luck there with him, but it's still part of the equation. So it really comes down to, you know, Mac Jones? Come on. I mean, we all see the limitations with Mac yeah. Jones. And same thing with Davis Mills. So it really is. Is it Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? I think just the fact that it's a debate, even if you're going to lean Trevor Lawrence right now, speaks to in what was a loaded draft class like you, you got to feel good about the bears i do mm-hmm. one team had the number one overall pick yeah. the other team had the 20th overall pick yep. and managed to get so for all the you know hate for ryan pace which yep. a lot of it deserved at least yep. he gave the bears a it looks like a huge party yeah. gift well think, think about trevor lawrence he has a lot more weapons than justin fields in his office and they're two Ding. And, six. and he's been struggling exactly. recently so you you put those same weapons on the bears team right now justin fields will be throwing for 250 to 300 every game well, with those type of weapons well i, I, I think, think so i think hogan makes a great point and that the fact that it's even a conversation is a huge win for fields the bears ryan pace whoever you want to put out there mm-hmm. it's 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 uh, that's all of that these are positive things uh I'm I'm shocked that it is because I uh, Trevor Lawrence coming in, I thought that dude was going to be a straight stud. Like I I I loved him. However, uh, if I if I was picking right now between the two, I would take Fields uh, and 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 I would just do it with just please don't get hurt because there is the you know the style of play where he is more prone to do it. But I would bet I would just bet on the fact that he is a this dude is he, Justin Fields is a physical freak. He is a he's a freak of nature. Yeah. So he's, I mean, the speed but is I, one thing. It's also the strength. Yeah. Well, but, and that's why I go back to what I was saying yesterday and people, or last week and people were calling me crazy on social media and stuff. But like, if you get the quarterback run game going in a designed controlled way, he's actually going to take fewer hits over the course of the game. The one hit he took 
running the football yesterday was his fault, which he took responsibility for after the game because he didn't go out of bounds. Right. You know, there's a difference between just getting tackled when you're going out, you know, and actually taking shots. Mm -hmm. And so the last two games since they got this going, it's only been a couple legitimate shots that he's taken. He has taken a couple. Um, but they were both in dropback situations, yep. not with him running the ball. On the outside zone runs, those like design runs with him, on the outside, I love those, right? Because he has the opportunity to get out of bounds, get to the sideline. And the game plan was one-on-one on Demarcus Lawrence. And he, he's probably the, the least athletic of all the defensive ends on the Cowboys. And they're like, okay, when he's out there, we're going to go zone reads, we're going to do play actions towards the side, and we're going to have Justin Fields one-on-one on him. And Justin Fields hit the corner on him at will. So that was that was great by Getty, you so know, easy. maximizing that that uh, matchup. I mean, when you when you rank the, when you look at the quarterbacks, say a year from now, right? Mm-hmm. Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Let's 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 put them all in the top tier. He ain't he's not there. Okay, uh, I'm taking Brady and Aaron out of the equation. Y'all are you know you're you're done. Old. All right. Then the next group, Lamar, Stafford, Jalen Hurts, Tua. If he, if he continues, I, I don't love Tua, but okay, fine. But but I, that's where I think Fields is. He's going to be in that group, and yeah. he should be in that group for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I, he does. He's not. I don't think he's not going to hit the top. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not. He doesn't have that. But can he be that? I don't think so. But but that's fine. He he's he's in the six to twelve yeah. thirteen realm. Uh, realm. That's 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 awesome. Bears haven't had that in and, and, and there haven't been a lot of good quarterbacks this year too. That's what's been weird. Yeah. Well, that speaks to and two legends have fallen off dramatically. Yeah, Brady and Rodgers right now. Right, Russell Wilson being the third to probable Hall of Famer, falling off massively. Let's ride. <laughs> Can he stop saying that? How will many? You, how you, let's ride. Yeah, I think he did actually. <laughs> say, I heard he stopped saying that actually. He said it yesterday. Oh, did he? Oh yeah. He did. Oh no. He said he had how, how much time on the flight home did he spend working out? That's all I want to know. I, I feel like he's that guy that just does stuff when the camera's on him. You know, that classic example of that guy that just wants to do the most when, when you know someone's watching. Like, yeah, let's go, guys. Come on. Yeah, we're over here hyped up. And then all of a sudden when the camera's there, he's like, <laughs> What would you have done, though, if you were on an eight-hour flight to London and and one of the players was was working out in the aisle for four of the eight hours? And he was saying, man, sit your ass down, right? man. Like, come on. We're on a flight right now. I can understand getting up and walking around so that way, you know, all the blood in your legs. Right, you got to yeah, get up yeah, and move yeah. around. Circulate and all that. But you don't do high knees for four hours. He, he, he probably had one of those headbands that he tied over there looking like Rambo. Like, <laughs> guys, I'm ready. You know, I'm, I'm more dedicated. It, it, I think for him, a lot of it is show, to oh. be honest with you. I think, I think he's trying to put out this persona. Like, he's the most dedicated person. I think he is, but don't try to overdo it. Be how you always have been. And, and that's simple. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the game, and obviously the coaching and everything over there. But I think he's just trying a little too hard. I, I, I'm 100% with you on this one. And if I was, dude, you are going to sit down. If, I, I, would, I would be calling out. If I was, are you, if I, are if you I, fighting him? If I, no, if I was the punter, though, I would make sure that if I was the – if I was uh, – Whatever I was, the long snapper, I would I would have I would make sure that I have friends on the team like Woot, and I would be I'd be walk over. I'm like, will you please deck this guy? Like, I, I, I would do sit down. But uh, hold, do you do you think Justin Fields can be a top five quarterback in this league? Oh, I mean, people. Ooh. I'll pose the question for everyone out do there. Do I think too. he can yeah. be? Yes. 
So I think he can be. Yes. So so this if if this offseason, right? They surround him with talent at the receiver. We we get a catching tight end, right? A, yes. a really a red zone target guy that can stretch the field at tight end. We have two really good receivers. We keep the same running backs we have. We beef up the defensive line. I feel pretty good about him being a That's that's a kind of the five. point I made yesterday. It was like he's doing all this the last couple of weeks with not a lot of help. Putting Dude, the team look, on his back, li- literally. Look at the optimism in the chat. Like, people are wanting to fight back on the fact that he can't be top five. Bears fans, good for you. Let's get some, let's get some serious optimism in here. Because, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not. So, well, a question for you guys. Based on the way in the games that Tua has played, is he a top five quarterback in this league right now, the way he's Tua? played? I'm just asking. Okay. I'm asking based, based on what he's put on the table. Stats wise, is Tua top five? Yeah, right that's now. That's what you're asking. Right now, right now in the league, look at look at the, the top quarterbacks right now. Uh, well, that's where it gets in the conversation of like, you know, stats versus is he really one of the top five? I mean, he's definitely been one of the better quarterbacks this year. He also has Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill to throw the ball to. So, but th- that's what I'm saying. You see what weapons can yeah. do to you. Right? I, like, I would say this. Who's more talented between the two quarterbacks? I would sh- side with Justin Fields. Justin Fields, 100%. With, without a doubt. But Tua's been better, and he was better coming out from Alabama at reading defenses and understanding what's happening. That's where Fields still has to get know, better at. Get better. So, no, but I, that I comes with, with experience. I just Tua's ball, is it's a floater, man. That thing is up there for a long time. He does not have the arm strength of Fields. He's, I, I love Tua as a leader. Mm-hmm. I, I like squeeze every drop of lemon that he possibly uh, lemon juice out of the lemon if you will that that that's what two is going to bring to the table what did he just say <laughs> squeeze the lemon he juice s- he squeezed the lemon too, too much squeezing man i think that's because Corey's wearing that beautiful yeah, yellow right? shirt <laughs> but he squeezes every bit of juice that he very, can get out of himself I, this is a very colorful podcast right now is, if you're watching on youtube and we appreciate please hit the like button subscribe yeah um, to to the whole quarterback rating, QBR. I mean, two is number one in the NFL right now. But in QBR, number one in QBR, he's number one in quarterback rating. However, yeah, Mitch Trubisky I, was number four in QBR. Right. Well, so no, so, but his actual stats, his yards, his touchdowns, they're up there. Yeah, like, I know. So you I can't know. deny that. No, yeah. and and, and yeah. another way to judge quarterback play sometimes is when they're not in there, what happens with the team? With and Teddy they Bright, fell Bridgewater. off. Bridgewater. They yeah, fell yeah. off massively when Tua was out. I don't want to take anything away from Tua. I think it's actually a really good story. That was one of the biggest stories in the NFL coming into the season, actually, was like, all right, this is it for Tua. I mean, He's either it or he's not, yeah. and he's showing that he can, he should be their starter. They're, they're bunched yardage-wise, but for the record, he is 17th, and he's not he's not at the top there. But he was also gone for, what, three right, weeks? Right. We do got to go by yards let, per game. Yeah. Let's, let's do it yards per game. Okay. Let's go yards per game. He is... Uh, Two, three, four, five, six, seven, be eight, nine. He's nine. His yards per game right now are two seventy nine point seven. I'd say he's a top ten quarterback. Mm-hmm. How he's played, I don't know if I go top five yet. But um, hey, real quick, this weekend the tailgate's coming up. Get your tickets now. We're gonna have a lot of fun Sunday for this game. Uh, noon game. We'll be out there just like we were for the tailgate in September. This is going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you uh, go out, go to allchgo.com. Get your tickets. Includes all food and drinks. We're going to be out there, too. We can't wait to hang out with you. Um, we, we might even get on the mic for a little bit, talk a little bears for you. But otherwise, there's music. There's, um, you know, like I said, all food and drinks. And, and 
We got games to play, cornhole, because our you friends. Bring it at, out? Uh, I'm, 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 my whole. Foot, oh, what was that? I don't know. What's that? Woot doesn't like my form. Oh my god! Oh, that was awful. Come on, man. Oh man! Uh, you just got to do. It's like a little bit of a shimmy, and then it's a. You boom. look like you're like giving somebody like the hand. Like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I have. <laughs> I, I, are you coming on Sunday? No, coming? no, I won't be there. Uh, All right, so Carm's not. Playing I'll be there Monday bags. though. I'll be there Monday. But well, I, I am playing bags. I'm oh, t- okay. I, so I, I, I'm taking out all comers. Hey, with that form, you should challenge him right now. Um, but regardless, you're going to see our awesome sets from Chi Town Custom Cornhole, the number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and Illinois since 2007. The signature box style can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl, and painted. The cornhole boards come with a built-in uh, with built-in drink holders, which is great. Recessed lighting. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The Drink holders are recessed in the back, but then they have the LEDs that light up in the hole, which is pretty sweet. So if you're playing at nighttime or, uh, you know, even if the sun's a little bit low, it's a, it's a great feature. And uh, they have the handles, so it makes it easier for carrying. And the company is veteran-owned and operated, which is great. They can ship these anywhere. They offer local pickups if you're in this area. They specialize in corporate designs. So if your company needs some marketing or for a social event, Wedding gifts. I got a wedding coming up here in a couple weeks. There you go to. Maybe that might be a good gift. Uh, gifts for really all occasions, especially for tailgaters, backyard barbecues. You can see them in person if you come to the tailgate this weekend, but also check out their website, chitowncornhole.com. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Chitown Custom Cornhole Boards. And while you get ready to See the Bears win five games in a row, beating Miami at home, beating Detroit at home, no problem. Going down to Atlanta, taking out the Falcons. They should have lost yesterday to Carolina, missing field goals left and right. Come on, 35-yarders. Uh, Eddie Pinheiro, man. Eddie Pinheiro with a really rough day. Uh, that was that was ugly. Going to the, beat the Jets, no problem. Uh, and then coming home to get Green Bay five in a row. Uh, there will be some really exciting moments in there. Perhaps Cairo Santos is lining up for a key onside kick, and then you just feel like it's not going to work out for the Bears that day. Uh, the, the winning streak is on the line. They're in Atlanta. Can they get to five in a row? And, and Carm, someone's going to be right. Tensions high. Uh, yes. <laughs> like that one? Uh, you can make You're still every like play. the first two sentences of this read. This is an ad read. This apparently. is unbelievable. Uh, well, you, you can make every play, every moment this exciting <laughs> when – you use the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner in the NFL. I come on, I bet we, we all felt it right there. Any five dollar NFL bet, five bucks, you get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins, like the Bears are going to do five in a row. Damn it! Download the DraftKings the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code CHGO. You know it, you love it. Two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins, i.e. the Bears. Let's go five dollar bet. At any football game. This Bears. is the first time I've noticed Don Burr in a while. What's up, Don? Yeah. Has he been around or no? Did he disappear hey, when the Lions went one and eight or whatever they are? He's been around in, occasionally. It's not that's as... That's how bad they are. They're one said. and eight in only eight weeks of oh, play. Yeah. Like, that's how bad they are. <laughs> He's still around. <laughs> Dan Campbell versus everybody, right? <laughs> that's what he keeps I, I hate that Dan Campbell's going to get fired. That dude was great entertainment. He's so, going to get fired? I don't Don't think you so. think Dan Campbell's going to get fired? He's been in every game. 
They've got to they've got to fire. He's literally Dan been in every game. Yeah, I, I don't wouldn't know fire what, him. No, I wouldn't. They're 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 in most games. They're winning. Yo, most that games. was a complete gun. They lost eight thousand to zero. They have some awful players on the field. No, they're losing eight thousand to seven thousand ninety five. No, 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 no. In Detroit, that's you not know, true. Okay. Detroit just you got killed. You know how no. in hard knocks they every lost year thirty one twenty seven of the not Dolphins this week. They blew another. They blew another game where they were up. What were they up? They were, they they were up, up a lot. Seventeen nothing, I think, on the yeah. Dolphins. But the Dolphins are way better than them. Look, you know in hard knocks every year how they always introduce the they characters. Lost to the Patriots twenty nine to zip. They lost to the Cowboys twenty four to six. The Cowboys are a good team. They're the not, Patriots loss was bad. They, the, the Cowboys are. They played the Vikings. They were up in most of that game. Right, yeah. they, and they just blow games. It was that Minnesota they lost to, too. They yeah. lost to the Seahawks forty eight forty five. Are you firing Matt Eberflus because they got forty nine points yesterday? Like it's the same logic. They don't have good players. It, it's a rebuild. They're they're they're. Come on, Dan. Dan, Cam- I, would you like to? Would you like to make a wager that Dan Campbell is the Lions' co- uh, coach next year? Yes, because yeah, I, I think I think the oh, organization needs right. to be more patient. All than right, they here have we been. go. I will I will bet you this fine CHGO Bulls hat. A uh, that is not a CHGO. What are you talking item. about? B that's not yours to give away. Exactly. C it's in the studio, so henceforth it is CHGO's. And and E I'm wearing it, so I can't. The give bug it away. is taking off the circulation to his brain, so he cannot yeah, think. Whose hat is this? <laughs> I mean, it's just a prop that we've had on set. It's not yours to be given. To but damn, Ca- Dan Campbell, un- unless they start losing and get blown out yeah. the rest of the season, he if they're competitive every game, like he's been for the most part, and, and he's I think stay there. they should be on Hard Knocks again next year. <laughs> you know how you know how every year on Hard Knocks they introduce the characters at the beginning, and, uh, like the first episode. And you're like, ah, oh, these are all the guys that are gonna get cut in the last episode. You know, all those guys made the team this year. That's how you know they're bad. By the <laughs> way, the Lions just fired one of their coaches. The defensive coach, Aubrey Pleasant, has been fired. Oh, no, he's a badger. Aubrey Pleasant out the door. You he think played that's defensive a, back for Wisconsin. That's the appetizer. Detroit Lions have fired defensive backs coach Aubrey Pleasant, even that, though Corey Wooten and Adam Hogue are screaming at Carm and Lawrence is too. Fine, I'll give away this Bulls, this I own this. How's that? Hey, who are you giving it to again? What's the what are these two if they want to bet? If they want to bet, can't even fit in it, man. I'll, 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 <laughs> uh, you can. What is that? A schmedium, buddy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you see this? Do you feel that boot? Come on, I, I I do yoga. How, how do you how do you guys feel about this week against the Dolphins? Honestly, I think they got a chance. Uh, four and a half point underdogs. The Bears are at home, and um, they're not a dominant running team. For the most part, they like to pass the ball. They're bottom of the NFL running the football. Right, that's where the matchup wise, and 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 this is the thing that I think we got to keep in mind. Like, there's been some weeks where the Bears have looked awful on defense. <laughs> there's been some where they've been okay, mm-hmm. and I I think it might be a week where they're okay. Like, I think they get a little, they get over the Robert Quinn thing a little bit. The fact that their strength, the Dolphins' strength, is the passing game, not necessarily rushing. Plays into where the Bears' strength actually is yeah. on defense. So, but the and if the offense keeps humming, but Tyreek Hill, yeah, <laughs> that no. makes me nervous. But the thing is, I, I this is what we're going to see this week, right? They're going to be so scared of the speed, you know, at, at the wide receiver, especially with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. They're going to play so far off. What are they going to do? Just exactly what the Cowboys did, you know, five yard slants, yeah. eight yard ins, um, and just carve away, carve away, and then all of a sudden we can't get the same pressure. So it's going to be critical, like, this week. What, what is the game plan against them, right? How are we bringing pressure? What's the coverage? Are we going to be so far off them with the cushion because you're, you're worried about Tyreek Hill? So I know they're really not going to run the football. That's not their mantra. But 
This is a come to Flus, get the defense back to respectability moment for him. Does he call the plays this week? I don't think he does, but that'd be fine if he did. And I'm 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 one thousand percent picking the Bears to win this week. Offense rolls. I'm going on a five game winning streak. I, I do, I do. I mean, I'm gonna drink. I I do think this could be the part of the season where they win two in a row. Because the Dolphins could come in yeah. and just be like, they're a bad team defensively. We're going to mop up on them. And yeah. then all of a sudden, they bring their guess, best game plan for them and what they've been doing well. It would have been worse if the Dolphins had lost to the Lions. Yeah. Because then they would have been like... Supercharged up. Supercharged. Like, we can't let that happen again. And I would... But the fact that they pulled it out, I think the Bears can win this game. If they do, then they get the Lions next week. So you can win a couple games. How many games do you think they're going to win in their next five? Miami, Detroit, Atlanta, the Jets, and Green Bay. Feel good except the the Dolphins and then Green Bay, because Green Bay I feel like they always have the Bears number. So three yeah. and two. I'm gonna Even, say three and two is doable. Yeah. I said that yesterday too when you were like they're gonna win five or like, like you're gonna go three and three. But, two, but three maybe Rodgers and company will still be struggling and then all of a sudden we we hit them at at a good time. So guess we'll see. Three and two would be good though. We get them to six wins and then they just need one more to hit the over on the season. We're, okay. we're, we're going for it right now. Let's get hot. Let's go fluce. Let's keep rolling fields. Let's live this dream. <laughs> let's wear a shark outfit. Let's look like the sun. Let's, and let's go bulls. Let's get to the super chats. Let's get to the super chats. Can we put Bragg's last? Sure. I'm trying to get this back over my head. It's hard. <laughs> I'm going to throw a brick at him or something. There we go. Uh, Jordan Skelly, uh, he says... Uh, Javon Hargrave and Marcus Davenport need to be priority free agent targets this offseason. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, they're talented guys, man. I I would like to potentially go after, like, Bradley Chubb or something like that. See? Woo! I, li- I like that. He might get traded yeah. today. Just, let's just let's trade for him, baby. Come uh, on. I'll I, I, be honest. I'm not ready. I'll, I'll make that my homework today, too. Pick out my top targets for who they should be going after. All the res- you don't need to do that today. You can you can do that in January. <laughs> it's okay. I want to get ahead of the game. We, we have we have shows to do every day in January, February, yeah. and March. We'll be right. We'll, we'll, we'll break down free agency when the season's over. Are you? Do you have an assignment for me that's better than that right now for tomorrow? Yes. <laughs> you wanted to do a whole trade deadline show yesterday when the Bears had a game. <laughs> so maybe we do that tomorrow trade deadline show okay <laughs> it is the trade deadline tomorrow let's go ryan poles all right what else we got here? all right joe Calca- calcagno uh Calcagno. Super chat. i understand the philosophy of a complete teardown would it have been better to retool and keep some players like hicks or goldman tonga nichols see i still think this is more of a retool than a teardown yeah I think it's just trying to fit the, the guys that fit in the 4-3 scheme, you know? Like, if they trade David Montgomery and Roquan Smith in the next 24 hours, then it's a complete teardown. Yeah. They're not doing that. They're just trying to get the pieces that, that fit for a 4-3, you know, attacking style front. But <laughs> you could make an argument that, that Hicks and company would be doing better than what we have now, right? Like, that's, that's a Hicks fair assessment. Hicks has been hurt. You know, I, I know he's know. been hurt, but yeah. I'm saying, like, if he was healthy and... Sure. Yeah, yeah. that could be better than... You know what was going on here? It's it's just, it's been it's been disappointing to see this defense the way it is. It's not stopping the run. That's just it's so disheartening, right? When you can't stop the run, you you just can't stop anything. The play action opens up. The coverage can't be as tight. Can't get pressure on the quarterback. It's a combination of things. Opportunities out there for you, young Bears, to uh, to grab right now. 
D Rob, let's go. Let's see it. D Rob, give him more snaps, I think, than than uh, Alkadine Muhammad. Like a I thousand think. percent, right? Like f- fair enough. E- yep, absolutely. All right, uh, last two. Yeah, we're gonna end up with a double dip from Braggs. Hi, Braggs. Uh, I threw, love you, Braggs. He says Carm's costume isn't a costume. Nice job, Adam. Okay, I gotta give all the credit to Where's Kevin. Where's Corey's costume? For, Does he not like having yes. fun? For, for, <laughs> yeah, that's do do I one. not like having fun? Well, first Yo, I'm gonna of take all, a brick. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a brick at you, all right? Because you got to go to work. You over here? You ain't working. You over here worrying about what we're doing? Corey, go to work. You should have seen him yesterday. It was a scene. <laughs> he scared half the neighborhood. Uh, I'll I mean, show you the video after the show. Oh That's, no! I, I mean, okay. Bragg's likes his Halloween. A couple things here. First of all, I have to give the credit for this costume fully to Kevin Kaduck. This is his costume. It is not mine. He brought it in for me to wear. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, second, um, we. I'm not even gonna say we. Carm did. To Woot, what brags, what you did to us yesterday. You came in in costume and didn't tell us that it was a costume party. Yeah, I didn't you, get a text from Carm. Look, whoa, Carm whoa, 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 calls whoa. me this morning. I called you. Did yeah. you text me? Did you call him, though? He's I'm defending Woot right oh, now. Oh, wow. So I guess we're not that close. And I guess, okay. And so, my response was, Wooten's probably not going to have one, so, so we shouldn't have. So I, 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 which is why I brought multiple outfits that Woot just like. Just you took brought tar- five jerseys, zero he, Halloween costumes. He, he, brought, he brought a small jersey. I wore that in about fifth Three. grade, Carm. Gosh, <laughs> let, let, that my my white socks onesie might have fit you. You could have at least like wrapped it around your head and just gone this into some. This is his costume. He's got his. Yo, Bragg's over there talking reckless right now. I, I know what he's gonna be. He's gonna be a clown. He's just gonna show up <laughs> as himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So oh. I, well, I, listen. I I do apologize. I should I should have called, but I know that you're coming up from St. Louis. You were here yesterday. There wasn't. You weren't gonna go impromptu Target get a costume on the run. But I sh- maybe I should have given. you I that. was gonna bring my Tiger Woods Sunday red with Ooh, the vest, if I Tiger would. hat. So the I need, new the new glove. I would have been ready. But I, so, but I needed to I needed to hit you yesterday. You did. Yeah, I did. Or but two days you know, ago. Carm. So I was slow on see, it. I see, was we were talking about chemistry, energy within the group. He hits up one guy, but not the other. But I I, I only got and it. And I guess some people yeah, saying yeah. I'm a minion or whatever. I watched all those movies with the kids. <laughs> My <laughs> one year old sounds like a minion right now. It's really cute, actually. I should have dressed as Katy Perry. <laughs> I needed one of those wigs. <laughs> <laughs> Left shark. Why do why do people got to be going at my shins? I mean, come on, Doug Dyer. These are these are these are athletic, thin, explosive. Yo, yo, Braggs, Braggs. Next time I see you, buddy, on on one of these weekend games when I'm in here, bro, we're, we're gonna have to lay out lay out the carpet. We're gonna get ten yards set up. Oh and, boy. and we're gonna do Oklahoma drill. Oh no, me versus Braggs. I'm. Not, oh, no. I've been waiting for this moment. And we're gonna have no more Braggs. I, Hey, yes. we can have a brick at the end of him because I'm throwing him through the bricks. All right? And then we're going to pick it afterwards and say, brick by brick, Braggs. Brick by brick. Yep. See that Oklahoma drill thing? I'm yep. going to end the show before it gets worse. <laughs> I'm telling you, Braggs, you, you can apologize or whatever. It's not going to stop what's happening to you. All right? It's not. Wow. So make sure you go to chjolocker.com and uh, get that beautiful shirt that's down there. And uh, Left Shark says, Happy Halloween. The whatever. champ, the champ says happy the Halloween champ as well. and whatever karma is. Bootleg Jordan. I'm, I'm <laughs> bootleg Jordan. I'm MJ, baby. You are. <laughs> let's you are go. Bootleg Jordan. I love that. All right. Uh, we're back tomorrow. And uh, we'll have, gr- uh, let's see, grades are Tuesday and more rewatch nuggets. Keep it positive on offense. It's trade deadline Tuesday, baby. Who's, who's got, do, do they do anything? No. No. I, don't, I think they should. 
They take a shot at somebody. You think they should trade for somebody? I, I, Potentially. Wow. I mean, Make yeah. something happen, right? I, I don't hate it, depending on who. You're if, if you can get somebody that's going to be here for the next three to four years that could be an int- integral part of this team, pass rusher or something like that, why not? Uh, you're playing with house money right now, Ryan Poles. It's the right player. It's I the agree. right move. We'll talk about all the trade deadline stuff tomorrow. Happy Halloween. Enjoy the trick-or-treating. Be safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow at noon.